If you love all things gardening, why not join us at our Spring Fair from the 3rd to the 5th of May at Bewley in Hampshire. You'll find everything you need to kickstart the season. Find out more at bbcgardenersworldfair.com. See you there. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast, brought to you by the team here at the magazine. Join us as we chat all things gardening with the nation's favourite experts. Hello and welcome to Gardener's Favourites, a new podcast series featuring Alan Titchmarsh, Kate Bradbury and the team here at Gardener's World magazine. In this special winter series, we'll share with you some of our winter highlights, guaranteed to beat the winter gloom, with options to get you outside enjoying your garden and recommendations for days when you want to curl up indoors. So sit back and enjoy as we share our favourites. In this episode, David Hurrian shares his favourite plants for winter scent. When it comes to the depths of winter, there's nothing better than to go out into the garden and get a lovely waft of winter scent from one of the plants in your garden. And I've put together five choices that I think are must-haves. I have them in my own garden, and I think you should have them in yours too. The first one is the deliriously beautiful Mahonia Media Charity. It has the most eruptive wodge, shuttlecock wodge of yellow flowers in the middle of the winter that's the most surprising thing that you've ever seen above the most beautiful architectural foliage and glorious scent. It flowers on and off from around about October through till about March and then as soon as it's finished flowering those flowers actually die and deteriorate in the most graceful way and you still get the beauty of the plume structure of the flowers as it starts to decay but it's a must-have for the garden gets to about three to four feet in height real toughy will cope with most conditions sun or partial shade and i would really recommend planting it by a front or a back door so you get a glorious waft of scent Equally good, though, is Viburnum bodnantense dawn. And this is a shrubby plant that has 
incredible little pom-poms, really, of tiny flowers, pom-poms of pinkish flowers. Uh, and it just exudes scent all the time. Again, it flowers from around about October through till about March time. Um, glorious scent, sweet, slightly vanillary. Um, and it flowers on and on and on. And as soon as you've got it to a certain size, after about two or three years, and it's got to about four feet high, it really doesn't need very much care. It will just grow new stems. Uh, and as long as it's planted in quite a sunny position, somewhere where it gets sun for at least half the day, then it'll ripen the stems and it will produce loads and loads of flower buds. Again, it's another one to plant either by a door or I've got one planted by my kitchen window so that as soon as I open the kitchen window to let all the cooking fumes out, I get a lovely waft of viburnum scent coming back in. I'm also a big fan of Sarcococca hookerianum. Now, that's a real name to conjure with, but its common name is Hooker's Sweet Box. And it does really look like a box plant when you look at it, just like an ordinary common box. But hidden within the foliage are these tiny little flowers, really nothing more than a few bunches of little stamens, really, not petals like a traditional flower, but a bunch of stamens, but possibly some of the fullest nectaries of any plant I know. And the nectaries are what produce the beautiful sweet scent. And again, it will flower from around about November time on and off through till about March or April. Sometimes you'll get a second flush of flowers if it's been a particularly warm spring and warm summer. You might get another flush of flowers in around August, September time. But really, this is a wonderful plant. It's an evergreen, uh, quite small. It only grows to around about, probably about 18 inches to two foot high. Uh, a real little gem, either for the front of the border or hidden under a window where its scent can waft in and really delight you. And this is a real must for planting beside the front door. I have them all the way along the front of my house in my front garden. And people come to the front door in the winter and they're really surprised. They often say, what's that beautiful scent? It's like some expensive perfume wafting around. And it's this miraculous plant, the sweet box. A little bit more diminutive is an unusual iris. Now, this is the Algerian iris, Iris unguicularis. Uh, and like other iris, it has thinnish, strappy leaves. Uh, it's quite architectural in its form. It's quite low-growing, only grows to about a foot high. Um, and it will be then covered in flowers from around October through till December. So just as winter's starting to take on its icy grip, this iris decides to flower and it produces these wonderful sky blue flowers uh, from the clumps of the leaves. Uh, and if you pick one and bring it indoors and put it in a vase, it will scent the room just a single flower. Not quite as big as the traditional bearded iris, these smaller iris flowers are equally delightful. And when you look at them close up, you'll see that they look like they've been made by some sort of jeweller. They're just beautifully, intricately designed. But as I say, it's the scent that really wins it for me. And they love a hot, dry, sunny position, uh, like I've got 
beside my back door, actually, which is south-facing. So I've got a clump of them planted just outside my back door where they delight me every time I go out to hang out the washing. And then probably last of my choice of five would have to go to the witch hazels. There are a whole host of these shrubby plants that have really gorgeous little filigreed flowers that look like they've been made out of icing sugar, um, all twisted and beautifully corrugated. They're quite small. They're not more than, say, around about an inch across, but they are made up of these individual tiny little thin petals. And again, it's the scent that is the real winner. Now, hamamelis come in a couple of different main varieties, that's Hamamelis mollis, which is the Chinese witch hazel, uh, and also Hamamelis intermedia, which are the hybrid forms. The hybrid ones come in a range of colours from orange and red and yellow, while the Hamamelis mollis, the Chinese witch hazel, really only comes in uh, a rich yellow egg yolk yellow or in a paler yellow the pallider form and it's the Chinese witch hazels that I think are the best for their scent Um, and these shrubby plants grow to about four or five feet high they're really good garden plants they have the most glorious autumn foliage as well which is often overlooked because they're deciduous they lose their leaves in the winter but it's the flowers that are so wonderful, looking, as I say, as if they've been crafted out of sugar and smell like the most expensive perfume. So there we are. That's my top five plants for winter scent. Thanks for listening to the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please tell others about it and rate us in your podcast provider app.